0: I need more caffeine I need eat more okay <clears throat> hey guys my name is Christina and welcome to the mom boss shit show I almost forgot the name of the podcast I'm tired I've been sick for like a week so we're gonna do our best today for the first episode okay all right so, hey again, welcome to the Mom Boss Shit Show. My name is Christina. I am a business owner and a serial entrepreneur. So, I am always looking for ways to grow myself and to find ways to start new businesses or make more money. And as a single mom, a business owner, life is absolutely crazy. And to be honest, it really is just a fucking shit show most of the time. So, with that, welcome to the podcast each episode will be diving into ways to help you juggle life, business, and the kids so that you can live your best life and manage the shit show that comes with it. So hopefully you'll also get to laugh at my life along the way. Um, so before we dive into today's episode, I think I should just take some time to introduce myself. So I have been an entrepreneur for like 12 years now. I since dropping out of college, essentially, I have always been running my own business or doing my own thing. Um, I'm the mother of two boys. Their names are Bentley and Taylor. Bentley just turned 11 and Taylor is six. Um, So I started this podcast because I have spent so many years trying to fight against myself and how life is so chaotic and it's like the more businesses I add the more ventures I take the more crazy life gets and so I'm always feel like I'm trying to play catch up to catch up with myself and all the amazing things that are happening and so I just realized you know what I just need to accept that my life is a shit show because you know what I am a single mom I am running businesses and doing it on my own like, what else should I expect other than it to be fucking chaotic? And so I've wanted to start a podcast for years, and the idea just came to me, and I'm like, you know what? We're going to run with it. So my experience as an entrepreneur um, started when I I went to college, and I uh, went to UC Merced, and I enrolled as undeclared. I had no idea what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And during that period of time, myself, I was going through some changes with nutrition and health and fitness and finding a healthy lifestyle. And so it was something I became super passionate about. I was like, okay, that's the career for me. So I did not like the way that the university taught nutrition. So I decided that I should go to a vocational training school to become a health coach and while i was in that program they started teaching us about business and i was realized, you know, if i'm going to go down this path of being a health coach, really i'm running my own business. i'm going to have to market myself, put myself out there, try and find clients. it's a hustle. so i moved forward with that. i opened a nutritional practice and i did that for a couple of years. and then my husband got at the time got a job offer that was back where we were from, but like deep in the woods and we decided to take it and so with that I needed to close my practice and so we moved um, to this town outside of Yosemite and it would get a ton of snow so we realized that we needed four-wheel drive and I had always wanted a Jeep Wrangler and wanted a Jeep since I had this electric blue Barbie Jeep as a kid. Turns out that's my favorite color too. Interesting. Anyway, um, I had always wanted a Jeep and so it worked out to get one. And when we got it, he started showing me all of these roads that existed throughout the Sierra National Forest on the outskirts of Yosemite. And going out and exploring the trails and four-wheeling became my absolute favorite thing to do. I would go every day. Like he would come home from work. I'm like, okay, let's pack up and go. And I, Bentley was three at the time, and his, one of his favorite words was beep. Like, he would wake up in the morning and go beep, beep, and so he loved it just as much as I did. So one day, we were, we got back from exploring, and I just said, you know, why doesn't anyone do this for tourists? It's crazy to me. Like, it's such a unique experience being out here in the woods. It's so different than being in Yosemite National Park, because that can feel like Disneyland. There's just so many people. And in the Sierra, it's like, you actually get away and you get where it's quiet. And he was like, you know what? That's a good idea. You should do that. And I was like, really? You think so? Like me? He's like, yeah, let's do it. So Sierra Jeep Tours was born. And that was in 2015. So it's been eight, almost nine years of growing this business. You know, I started with one Jeep and me as a tour guide. And it's evolved to where I have over 20 vehicles, I have a full staff, I have a shop. Um, It's a full-blown business and operation now. And along the way, I've, you know, done other ventures, some that have been successful with, some that have failed. And so I've had a lot of experience when it comes to business and starting from scratch. And along with that, you know, raising a family and taking care of myself because health and fitness has maintained a pillar of foundation in my life. So I thought a great place to start today for the podcast would be talking about the entrepreneurial hamster wheel. So if you're in a place where you're wanting to grow your current business by offering maybe a new product or using a new marketing strategy, or maybe you're wanting to start a new business, A lot of the times creative entrepreneurs get stuck in this circle where we are trying to plan things out, brainstorm ideas, and learn about what we need to do in order to accomplish whatever goal that we're setting in our business. And we get into this place where we have this illusion that we're making progress and that we're working towards something. So I went ahead and I asked ChatGPT, what is the definition for an entrepreneurial hamster wheel? ChatGPT says the entrepreneurial hamster wheel is a metaphor for the relentless cycle of busy work and unproductive tasks that entrepreneurs often find themselves trapped in. It's characterized by a constant feeling of being busy without making substantial progress towards their goals. Entrepreneurs on the hamster wheel might be overwhelmed by daily tasks, procrastination, or distractions, preventing them from taking purposeful and effective actions to grow their businesses. It's a state where the wheels are spinning, but you're not getting anywhere. So, I'm going to spend most of the episode today diving into the different ways that we can end up on this hamster wheel and what you can do to stop and to start being more productive so that you can reach your goals in your business. But I think it's really important first to address why is it that we find ourselves on this hamster wheel and doing all of these things that keep us basically distracted from getting closer to our goals or getting focused on what we need to do in order to accomplish them. So I'm going to spend most of the episode today diving into the different ways that we can end up on this hamster wheel and what you can do to stop and to start being more productive so that you can reach your goals in your business. But I think it's really important first to address why is it that we find ourselves on this hamster wheel and doing all of these things that keep us basically distracted from getting closer to our goals or getting focused on what we need to do in order to accomplish them. So there are a lot of things that can underlie why we get stuck in the ha- on the hamster wheel. And a lot of them are different types of limiting beliefs we have about ourselves. So when you're an entrepreneur, you are constantly on a climb of evolving yourself and growing yourself because you're pushing your limits, your internal limits as to what you know you've done before. And anytime you want to grow and make more money, you're going to be pushing yourself to try new things and do new things. And our limiting beliefs that we have about ourselves and the world around us can sometimes keep us stuck on this hamster wheel keep us stuck on this hamster wheel without us really even knowing that we're doing it. Because internally, if you're not paying attention to it and addressing it, your body is just doing what it knows to do and it's trying to keep you safe. So if you're trying to grow your business or start a new business, a lot of the times the things that we need to do are scary because they're new. And so you are going to do everything you can to keep yourself safe without even really realizing it. So underlying all these limiting beliefs we might have about ourselves and the world around us, the the core root one really is fear. We're afraid of failing. We're afraid of being rejected. We're afraid of not being successful because as an entrepreneur, what we're wanting is success. And so on the, the flip side of that is fear of failure. So getting on this hamster wheel is really a way to protect yourself from failing. So let's talk about some of the ways that we can find ourselves on this hamster wheel and what we can do about it. So first let's talk about perfectionism. So I totally get stuck in this place a lot, especially in the past, I've really worked through it to, to try and not get stuck in perfectionism. Um, so when I started my health coaching business, for example, I spent probably a solid year of just working on my website, trying to make it look perfect, changing like the tagline, changing my business name, changing what products it was I was offering, changing who my target market was. I was so stuck in trying to make everything perfect before launching my business that nothing happened. I wasn't offering a product to anybody and I was just spinning my wheels for such a long period of time. And what it was that made a turn for me in my business was I got approached to work in a natural health center as a health coach. And that forced me to get out of perfectionism mode because now I had an office. I had clients that were being pushed into my direction. I had no opportunity to be stuck in perfectionism mode anymore. And that moment, I finally started making money and getting clients. I feel like the core belief that really underlies perfectionism for entrepreneurs is imposter syndrome. So imposter syndrome has been really popular on podcasts right now and on the internet. I've been seeing a lot about it. And I think it's because it's so relevant to most of us. And if you don't know what imposter syndrome is, it is essentially just feeling like an imposter. Like if you're starting something new, like being a health coach, right? When you have your first client, you've never had a client before. So you're going to most likely feel like an imposter. Like who am I to say that I'm a health coach when I've never coached anybody before? But the the biggest thing that you have to do in order to work through this is two things. One is realizing that everybody starts by feeling like an imposter, Tony Robbins, guess what? He had his first client at one time and had no idea what he was doing. Everybody starts off by feeling like an imposter because you're doing something you haven't done before. So you have to just accept the fact that you're going to feel like an imposter and accept that it's not all going to be perfect in the beginning. And I know that's not really a huge action step to fight perfectionism, but it really is just an internal mindset shift. And just acknowledging the fact that you are stuck in perfectionism and pushing yourself to put yourself out there and do whatever you need to do to grow your business. The next item I have written down is shiny object syndrome. So I feel like a lot of us creative entrepreneurs get stuck in this place and I do it a lot. And so what's shiny object syndrome? It's jumping from like one idea to the next Because as a creative entrepreneur, we're usually full of so many great ideas, right? We have all these different things that we want to do and accomplish in our lifetime, and we have a whole lifetime to accomplish it. But a lot of the times, creative entrepreneurs will start down one path, and then they'll not see um, results happening quick enough, or they start questioning and doubting themselves, and they'll jump to another idea. And so I I love Rachel Hollis, and I love her podcast. And on one of her episodes, I think it was on imposter syndrome, She was talking about if you imagine being on a football field and you have one ball in front of you and you put all of your energy into pushing that one ball across the football field, right? You're focused. You're going to get that ball across the field. But instead, if you imagine having, let's say, 20 balls lined up on one end of the football field and you're only pushing one ball at a time, it's going to take you years to get all those balls across the football field. So it is important as an entrepreneur to pick one thing to really dedicate and put a lot of your energy into and get that ball moving across the bas- the court, football field, whatever, um, and then move on to the next. So I did this with my tour company. Once I started my tour company, it got 100% of my energy. And I got it to the place now where it can run and function without me there. And I spend you know just a few hours on it each week. And so I have another project or two that I'm working on at this time. And I'm just pushing those balls forward. So really what's underlying shiny object syndrome is this fear of failing, right? We don't want to fail. We want to be on the right path. We want to do something that's going to make us successful. And we want to do the right thing. So really the only way to combat this is to acknowledge it. And then to really focus on picking one thing. What is the one thing that you do? Deeply feel that pull towards that you want to work on and give yourself, you know, whether it's a couple of months, a year, some time period to work on that thing to see where you can get it. And then if it's not where you want it to be or you're starting to feel differently about it, then move to the next. But really commit to a substantial amount of time on one specific thing that you're wanting to start. Another way entrepreneurs can so get stuck on this hamster wheel is getting stuck into like research and development mode. So What this could look like is just spending time online researching what it is that you need to do in order to accomplish the goals that you're wanting to achieve. So one way that I did this was with the Sting podcast. So I found myself online researching like what are the most successful podcasts, what format should I use for the podcast, what software should I use for the podcast, just creating a website, all the, all the different things that need to go into creating a successful podcast. And I, because I've been doing business for so long, I caught it pretty quickly. And I was like, no, Christina, you know what, we're not going to get into research and development mode because I hate to break it to you. The way that you will learn best in business is by taking action, by taking action and failing, or by taking action and being successful. You figure things out as you go. You're not going to figure things out in advance. And so what underlies this feeling of needing to research and learn in order to start your business is feeling like you don't know enough. But a lot of the time, people who get stuck into this place, they're always going to feel like they don't know enough. You can't learn your way into success. Okay, so let's talk about social media, scrolling and damn social media, like It's such a weird, social media is so weird to me right now because I I really don't fully enjoy social media myself, like, but as a business owner, you have to be present on social media. So we have to use social media in our business. And when you're someone that doesn't really like it, at least for me, I find myself scrolling social media endlessly to try and get inspiration to create content, but I'm not actually creating content. So I'm just wasting all this time scrolling away. Now some people enjoy social media and so they find themselves scrolling in the same way that I am, just with a different intention behind it. Um, so the biggest issue with social media, especially that I notice within myself is it leads to this comparison trap. Because if you're going to social media to get inspiration to create content for your business, you're also gonna find yourself comparing yourself to other people that are out there using social media for their business and you're going to see people that are more successful than you and it can become draining and really hard and such a time waster so the biggest thing that you need to do if you find yourself scrolling on social media and comparing yourself to other people is to just absolutely stop it and if you're going to use social media for inspiration when I sit down to scroll I I put a timer on it a time cap like I'm only going to look for 10 minutes to try and find things and if you're going to be using social media for your business when you sit down to use it for your business really make it a focal point that I am on here creating content maybe use a different platform to create the media rather than Instagram or whatever platform it is that you're using so you're spending less time scrolling and you're actually creating so like getting on Canva for example and you know another way we can really get on this hamster wheel is by doing busy work so For me especially, now I work from home and it can be so difficult to stay focused on whatever it is that I'm working towards in my business and get distracted by cleaning the house and, you know, organizing a closet or going down a path and working on other things in my business that are not going to help me push towards whatever goals it is that I have that I'm working on. So the way to deal with if you find yourself getting distracted with busy work is to really get focused on what it is that you're wanting to accomplish, whether it's starting some new business or offering something new, whatever financial goal it is that you have, and creating a to-do list of items that will actually get you closer to that goal and prioritizing what items are going to get you there the quickest and what it is that you need to accomplish. So when you sit down to work on your business you have a list of focal points of what it is that you need to do and you just you set some type of timer for yourself to work on those items before you do any other type of busy work. As a mom and an entrepreneur, it is so important to get super hyper focused on the things that are going to be make the biggest impact on our business and are the most time efficient because we don't have a lot of time. Like we are taking care of the house, taking care of the kids, trying to take care of ourselves and work on our business. Like you don't have time to fuck around and do stupid little things that aren't going to help you get closer to your goal. So making sure that you're working on the biggest, highest impact items first. So after you finish listening to today's episode, what I want you to do is to sit down and take a look at all of the ways that you find yourself getting on the hamster wheel and distracting yourself from taking care of the main items that you need to do in order to grow or start your business. And I think a lot of us entrepreneurs probably do a little bit of all these things. So after today's episode, what I want you to do is to sit down and take a look at the ways that you find yourself on this hamster wheel and to create some type of plan of action so you can stop doing that and get your ass in gear and working towards the things that you want to change your life. And so a few ways we can do this, we talked a little bit already about prioritizing. So making sure that you have really clear goals of what it is that you're working towards, having a list of items that you need to accomplish in order to get there, and prioritizing the items. And how you want to prioritize is by what task is going to have the biggest impact the quickest. Because again, as mompreneurs, we are so limited on time. Now, some of this is mindset shift stuff too. So you really also need to embrace imperfection, realizing that you are not perfect. Nobody out there is perfect. That a lot of the times when you're looking at people on social media or that are in business have been doing it for a very long time. And if you're starting something new, you're not going to do it perfectly. And you can't learn your way there. You're going to have to learn by taking action and by doing. Another thing that we didn't talk much about that can really help is by delegating. So maybe you need to, what I did is I hired a college student as my assistant and she just helps me with small tasks throughout the week and it is literally the best thing I've ever done for myself. So learning how to delegate and outsource items that maybe you're not the best at doing or that distract you from working towards the main things that you need to be working on. And then when you're sitting down to work on these items for your business, you need to limit distractions so you don't get distracted by busy work or distracted by housework. So something that works really well for me is I pack everything up I need, I head to a coffee shop, my phone goes on do not disturb mode and I am doing something focused for one to two hours. And it's amazing what you can actually accomplish if you were sitting and you were super hyper focused on one item on your to-do list. like. It blows me away, honestly. When I started this podcast, I couldn't believe how quickly I got the page up and everything ready for me to record. Like it was actually super simple. But I was stuck on a hamster wheel for so long, spinning my wheels on everything and not just doing it that I wasted so much time. And lastly, just doing your best to work on a mindset shift from understanding that whatever it is that's getting you on this hamster wheel is because you're afraid of failing. And knowing that the only way to go through the growing pains if you're failing is putting yourself out there and doing it. So that's a wrap for episode one of the Mom Boss podcast shit show, whatever I call it. I don't know. Anyway, I really hope that this episode was helpful for you. And I'll be releasing episode every single week. And I'm excited to continue on this journey with you guys. And I will see you next week.